Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And good evening, good evening, good evening. If you're looking at my face, you know what time it is. It's time to basically understand that, hey, you got your game face on. I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. The gentleman next to me is Matt Numb the Wise Wiser. And we got a special show today. You're probably thinking, Rich, you're probably going to come with a draft, you know, show. And you're absolutely correct. I am not going to disappoint. We're doing a draft show because the Niners have got through their draft. They picked, you know, the ultimate pick, which some of us were dreaming about, but they actually did it. And we got a special guest tonight, the great Patrick Willis. I call him the stealth because, man, this guy, man, you talk about, and, and we're, we're going to get into that. But, man, you know me when I start the show, I got to go with the questions. Hit them. So if you're trying to figure out how to put together that premier salad with extra olive oil, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out which chair is actually going to match that living room set that you set up in your new place? You're on the wrong podcast. However, if you're trying to get insight into sports in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get in sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. Welcome. As I said before, I am Richard Ewing. He's Matt Nunnawise Wise. Today... This is a great show, man. Look, you, you people should appreciate this. We got the great Patrick Willis here, man. This guy, oh my goodness, what he did on the on the on the field, man. I mean, by the time he got done, the office was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> you know, Patrick, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming on with us, uh, and 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 yeah, I, I'm ecstatic. I know Matt's ecstatic. We're both ecstatic, man. This is great. I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Future a former first round pick in the uh, number 11 pick in the first round. And I was, uh, before pre pre show, I got a chance to just fan out, uh, with Patrick and really just explain, uh, why, why it was just so beautiful to watch, um, Mr. Willis play football because he just did it the right way. He did it at a high level, high level of character, high level integrity. Um, and, you try you try to beat that man to the sideline it ain't happening uh future hall of famer mm. in my book uh and patrick i went through the list with my best friend josh okanya in in pre preparation for this show and i go man he's got to be one of the greatest linebackers to ever put on a san francisco 49er uniform what? and then i went down yeah. the list and don't get me wrong there was some excellent, excellent. We talked about the history of the game, just some premier linebackers um, and no disrespect to any of them from a guy that, that couldn't do it. But in my opinion, Patrick, you're probably the greatest linebacker to put on the Niners uniform. So I'm so happy to have you. I'm stoked, buddy. Man, I'll tell you something. He was, he was a beast, man. This guy, look, 
You, I'm, look, I'm not playing. Look, these offenses went in going, we're going to San Francisco? Really? Patrick Willis is on the defense. That's what they were saying. Okay. Okay. It's like, it's like yeah. can we renegotiate that contract? Okay. Like, okay. So, so Patrick, we, we, we basically have come to the cusp of the reality of the draft. And we've seen really just an amazing pick by San Francisco. Um, there was talk this week that they were going to go with Mac Jones. Mac Jones was the guy. And personally, they fooled me, too, because I thought they were going to go with Justin Fields. Now, Matt, Matt had them going with Trey, Trey Lance. And I told him, I said, last week before they picked, I said, look, I'm not mad at that they go with Trey Lance because Trey Lance is a great pickup, no question about it. And the, main, the reason why is because you want to see the Niner offense get to a point where they start using the progression of where the league is going. And when we look at the quarterbacks, we have to agree. The, the, the stand in, in the pocket quarterback is totally being phased out. The mobile quarterback is becoming more of a significant, you know, piece in, in the NFL's offense. Is that something that you saw as well? Um, well, well, first, Rich and Matt, um, I'd like to say I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, and you guys so you guys know how to intro, intro a guy. So um, I appreciate that. Um, as far as the the pick, the quarterback pick, um, as far as, you know, I hear people talking about his, uh, him being a pocket passer. You know, I didn't get a chance to watch him a whole lot, um, but what I did see was he could be mobile, uh, meaning that, you know, he may not be a, you know, very elusive guy or a guy that's going maybe get out there and kill you with, um, you know, maybe speed and quickness, but he's tall and I feel like he can move around just enough, which makes him, you know, uh, the, the, the perfect, you know, size and quarterback and the perfect, you know, guy for that position prime for it outside of, you know, Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, I feel like they got a, you know, very nice pick in this young fella. Um, if he, especially if he comes in with that hunger, we all think that he may have, that he should have uh, inside. So, Right, right. I have a question. I have a question for Patrick, and and I'm gonna I want to get to the ad read after it, but I want to ask this question of Patrick: Is we talk about mobile quarterbacks, and we talk about quarterbacks. You know, when we say mobile, we're, we're thinking getting out of the pocket, or in the play, plays breaking down, or you know that they can extend the play. Um, what is what is there to be said about quarterbacks that are mobile in the pocket that can actually you get them off their you know as a defense you're trying to get the quarterback off his spots right but a quarterback like Tom Brady that can move in the pocket and get to a new spot to throw. How would you see that still as valuable, not necessarily just being a quarterback that can get around the edge? Oh man. Very, very, very much so. And um, the reason why is because after a while, it's like anything, if you know, a guy can, if you know, a guy, a guy's strength, meaning if he really likes to run more than pass, then you kind of start setting up defenses where you say, all right, let's flush him on a certain side and make him, you know, um, have to go against what he actually uh, likes to do, which kind of the same kind of goes with, with the pocket passes. But what I like about your know, pocket passes and and what I, and the ones that can move a little bit, and like you mentioned, Tom Brady is that they very tall, and so therefore the, the they can see over the the line, and so it takes a whole lot. You'd have to, you know, get a nice blitz or a nice 
you know, you have to, yeah, you have to pretty much get a nice blitz on whatnot, or else other than that, he's able to see over the top. And if he's if he's very uh, instinctual or and or he knows his knows where he's going with it, man, they could be a long day. So, and I think this guy has the height and um, he has the mobility to be able to move in the pocket and still be able to make plays. I'm I'm I I'm legit, Richard and Patrick. I legit have had goosebumps right now just listening to Patrick break down what he's trying to do defensively right. and talking football. I'm it, it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true that I am now willing to go out and put my life savings, <laughs> my life savings at betonline.ag that. Next year, because if, correct me if I'm wrong, you got into the College Hall of Fame uh, this this last year, correct, Patrick? Um, uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the year before, so it was uh, 20, 2020, I believe it was. Uh, Congratulations no, no, on that. 2019, 2019, yeah, yeah. 2019, congratulations. Congratulations okay. on that. And now I'm taking all my money because I've been talking X and O's with the greatest li linebacker ever. <laughs> I'm putting it there ever, Patrick Willis. Okay, I'm putting go. all my money that he's going to the Hall of Fame, and I'm going to do that at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free. So I encourage you head over to the to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your sportsbook experts. You heard it here. Put all your money on this man, Patrick Willis, getting in the Hall of Fame. Because it's <laughs> not to happen. If it doesn't, doesn't, it's a travesty, in my opinion. I, I, I have no I, I have no disclaimer to that. I like it, though. I like it. It sounded good. Um, but I have confidence in you because uh, you deserve it. Um, you deserve it. And, I, and you look at the line, the linebackers that have gone in before you, we talk about the history of the game. Uh, you, you are, you are a rival to none, man. And I, I loved, I read an article today that compared was co doing the comparison of you to Ray Lewis. And I, I have to imagine for you that that has to feel good. <laughs> you know, I, I'm very, very grateful um, again for those guys who came before me that I was able to watch that inspired me to be an even better linebacker. Um, and so anytime you mention uh, in the same sentence that guys such as Ray were not, like you can't help but um, smile and feel like you've done something pretty decent, so. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that I want to touch on is that I was looking at your, your, your stat sheet on Pro uh, Football Reference and one of the things those, those mean nothing. Stats, in my opinion, and a lot of things mean nothing. Watching a dude play on the field and what he does on and disrupts the game is beautiful. Um, I, I, you know, but stats, I get the stats part of it. Um, and his stats, he, Patrick does have the stats, man. Eight yeah, he does. And see, that's the reason why we, we, we kind of feed off each other, me and Matt. You know, we kind of do this, you know. So, but one of the things that stuck out is that it stated that you had 950 combo tackles. But the stat that stuck out to me was that you had 733 solo tackles. And I thought, okay, this guy's been in the league seven years. So that, you're basically saying to me, this guy hit 100 tackles every single year he was there. 
or he combined more than 100 for two years at some point. And that is an amazing step. That basically means that whenever an offense got on the, on the field with you, okay, they expected to get hit. That was it. It was just, there was no advance <laughs> maybe. It was like, okay, look, I'm going to watch it. You know, that was it. You know, I'm running back. You know, it was, you know, that was kind of the way it was. So, so, and I was thinking, man, you know, you had eight INTs, and in, the, in those eight INTs, you had 131 yards. You scored twice, but I mean, like I say, you're a linebacker, and people think that, you know, when you score, that's everything, but it's like, and defense is different. And I know, Patrick, because I played defense. I was a linebacker myself. Okay, oh, I understand you. I understand you. I understand you. Hey, yo, I was the nose guard just clogging the hole so you guys can find that gap, go, bro. That's it. That's it. I understand you. My, my assignment was five yards in the flat. If you came over there, man, I'm like, okay, look, you know what? That's my story. All right. And I'm personal, but it's about to get it's about to get mean in here. So, so, so I'm thinking, look, but, but Patrick, Patrick has something. I see it. I see it. No, so, no, no. It, it, was, it was something you had said, but I'm, I'm going to let Richard finish that. I'm, I'm but I'm just thinking 733 tackles, man. That's that, that's that's an incredible stat. 733 you know, car crashes. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, you know what? I mean, they, they, they were, um, but car crashes that, that I embraced and you have to embrace. And I, I once I learned a long time ago, probably, I think it was in sixth grade, mm -hmm. um, I was – First, it was my first year playing regulation uh, football. And um, I remember by the time the first part of the, it was only seven games, seven weeks, first part of the season, man, them older eighth grade, you know, we the scout team guys in, in the sixth grade and, and they, they, they run away. I mean, they crushing us, man, hitting us hard. And I'm thinking to myself, or, or like almost like bullying in a sense. Mm -hmm. you know? and yeah. Was, yeah. And yeah, and I said to myself, I was like, man, you know what? I think it began, I think it was about the fifth week of the season. So two weeks left. And I said, you know what? I'm tired of this, man. I'm tired of them hitting me. Like when they want to hit me, I said, I'm going to start hitting them. I'm going to make them, I'm going to make them not like me or make me um, say I need to turn it down. And so it was ever since then. You know what? I'm going I'm to take, I'm going to take it to, I'm going to take it to, I'm going to be the hammer and not the nail. And um, so that was the mindset. But to, to what I would say to you, Matt, uh, you're speaking about nose guard. And uh, as much as I, I'm grateful for, you know, the individual stats and just, you know, the, the stats are stats. You know, I would say sometimes if if, if they only if they only uh, looked at us based off our stats, if they, I mean, I'm sorry, if they, if they went outside the stats and looked at the game, some guys would be Hall of Fame without stats or not because of the way they play the position. They may not, right. guys, they may not have always had guys throw the ball their way. They were just so technical that you'd be like, no, let's go somewhere else. So it looks bad on the stat sheets, but if you look at them, you know, throughout the game, they grade out week in and week out at a high level. And that's what, that's what you would want if you was looking at a, looking at a guy and you wanted to make plays too, but you know, so anyways, so what I would get at is um, to all that, I would say, you know, I was very grateful to have uh, um, uh, come in with, you know, offensive, I mean, with a defensive coach, a linebacker coach and coach Mike Singletary, as well as the defensive coordinator that I had and also the defensive line that we had and we worked together a whole lot. And one of the things I would say um, that really helped me was the unity that, we had amongst the front seven and how we truly worked together and, and us working together, being able to keep the defense tight and not, you know, way out there, especially in the run game. Cause a lot of people don't realize that my first four seasons, um, first four seasons in the league, we didn't give up a hundred yard rushing. Now we didn't, we couldn't win no games and nothing. We, we were breaking 500 and below 500, but we never gave up a hundred yard rusher. And that was due to, 
again, just a heck of a nose guards and a Brio Franklin and some other guys. And then just, you know, I could go on and on, but, you know, shout out to the defensive lineman. You can't, can't forget you guys. It is love funny. it. Love it's it. Funny. If you guys hold on. If you ever listening, if you love the breakdown from Patrick Willis, uh, he's got, he's got a project he's working on coachtube.com. That's C O A C H T U B E.com. If you like what Patrick's laying down, I'm sure there's a lot more of that and, and a lot, lot more on there. I'm going to go check it out as a coach um, because you can never have too much information. So uh, Patrick Willis, coachtube.com, go check it out. I want to make sure I plug that before anything else. Yeah. And I'll tell you something, you know, Patrick, you were talking about, you know, you, you, you were saying, you know, the stats and, and then also the mechanics that are actually on the field. And I get you. I understand exactly what you're talking about. You talked about guys like Abreu Franklin. I remember him. Um, yeah. You know, when you're playing, when you're actually playing, it's the unit that actually makes things happen. Don't get me wrong. There's certain features of the game where you will stand out because of what's going on. But everybody collectively as a unit makes a lot of what happens there happen. And I remember, you know, when I was playing it, yeah, I, I was able to get certain things, but I was able to get those things because these other guys on the other side of me, they were doing what they were doing and they were shutting down the season. Edit. So the quarterback, he had to change what he was doing. And when he changed, by that time, the, the, the running backs and receivers, they were out of sync and they throw it before you know it, I grabbed something out the air. You know what I mean? And it's like, people look at me and thought, man, that was great. No, you don't get it. It was great because these guys on the other side were doing their jobs. That's the reason why it happened. Otherwise, any other situation happens, no. If they don't do their job, the play goes in other directions. So in that respect, you're absolutely correct. I want to talk about some of the 49er free agent signings. Some of these signings, you look and you think to yourself, okay, and, and they didn't really cover these signings. They just kind of, it was kind of pushed under the rug a bit. I was like, wow, man, some of these signings, you look and go, well, wait a minute, this could, some of these guys could stand out. I mean, um, they had, they picked up a linebacker, Elijah Sullivan from Kansas State. Um, they picked up a wide receiver, Austin Watkins, who apparently is related to the great Sammy Watkins out of UAB. Um, they picked up a, another linebacker, Justin Hilliard, from the Ohio State, right? Okay. And they also picked up tight end Jock Peterson and Louisiana Monroe. And the last one I just talked about out of Louisiana Monroe is that these are names that right now, you know, we're just kind of filtering through our minds. I'm bringing them up. But either one of these names could be the diamond in the rough. And now Give those guys a chance. Give yeah. those boys a chance to get yeah. on the field I mean, and show them what they can do. Because we think about this. Jerry Rice, I mean, he's the GOAT, right? I mean, come on. He's, but where did he come out of? Mississippi Valley State. It's like, when's the last time a great player came out of Mississippi Valley State? He's the only one, I think. But, but but it does help you to appreciate that when these signings happen, it's like the team and the progression of the team tends to reflect really what's happening on the actual field. And Patrick, I was wondering if you could share something like that with us that you've seen in your time where you saw this guy who didn't have a big name all of a sudden now he's 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 on the starting lineup and you're like, wow, okay, this guy actually turned out to be okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you know what? What God comes to mind when when we're speaking about uh, just whether it be free agents or undrafted um, uh, guys is a guy named Mike Wilhoit, 
Okay. He he had to be one of the, he he's one of the best teammates that I've ever played with um, in all my years of playing uh, sports. And he was a guy that he wasn't drafted, but man, his work ethic, mm -hmm. um, the way that he um, came to work every day, his attitude, his uh, just his mentality. I mean, it was it was almost like sometimes you wish you wish you had that kind of mentality in every. I I, I felt like if I was a coach, I want that kind of mentality in every guy I draft, but especially in my first and second and third and fourth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Mike will remind me of a guy because he was a guy that, you know, whether it was me at times, you know, when I had, a, uh, had an injury here or there or something like that, that he came in and did what he was supposed to do um, as a starter or whatnot. And then, um, I mean, he was a special teams guy. Uh, he was, he was, he was, he was a guy that I would call like my, my ex, you know, my ex factor, um, mm -hmm. a guy that, and wasn't drafted, but yet he played an important role um, on the football team. Wow. Ace okay. in the hole right there. That's Patrick's ace in the hole. You heard it here first. Okay, um, on game face, Patrick. baby, on game face. <laughs> I felt it just in. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Patrick, I have, a, I have a question for you. So, uh, you know, we have this situation now where you have the veteran quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, who's, who's taken the team to the Super Bowl, uh, and was a short, short few minutes away from, from getting the Super Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, injuries have put him out uh, a couple of times uh, the last few years. And now you have a, a stud coming in. Um, and I'm not sure, I can't think of a time maybe in your career where you may, may have or were pushed by uh, a rookie coming in or some guy uh, being signed or whatnot. But as a professional, I think it's the same, same mindset. What, what's the, number one, what's the motivation for a guy like Jimmy, who's got a guy behind him trying to take his job? How do you, how do you motivate yourself to be better than you've ever been? And secondly, you know, as a pro, like, what is that like, that kind of that feeling? What do you, what's Jimmy kind of going through right now? Yeah, yeah, I would say first it would have to be uh, something about, you know, you just have to have self-pride um and what i mean by that is like you know is you have to ask yourself like uh what kind of teammate do i want to be uh, you know what how do i want to be remembered do i want to do i want to be remembered as you know this selfish teammate that you know that didn't help the guy because i felt like you know the team should have been this way or that way which it doesn't seem like he's going to be that way at all because they say he's already reached out mm -hmm. um and as far as just you know, the, the, the mentality, um, I would say, uh, for him would be to really just focus on what he can control. And that's, uh, right now he is the starter. Um, he, he has the number one spot and I've always said this, you know, make it, um, you know, make, make it where it's, it's, you cannot be denied. Like the coaches have, I mean, you, you, you performing so well, like you competing so well, like you, you throwing the ball so well that they like, man, I know we got to get him in, but you know, let's just, let's just let him ride this out, you know, and maybe, you know, he gets this season um, and he's healthy and, you know, uh, big Trey, you know, he, he learns um, behind him and I'm sure he'll get some snaps and stuff, but you know, don't, don't, there's no need to throw him out there to the wolves right now or whatnot. But I, you know, again, back to Jimmy, um, you know, I feel like he has the right kind of mindset and I feel like he's, he's the kind of teammate that, in this certain kind of circumstances or not that he can, um, he can handle this um, very well. So. 
I love that, is. Patrick. And and you you're a humble guy, so I. You know, right. But I think I think uh, every player needs to have it in them where it's like, I'm I'm the freaking best. I don't care who you drafted; it don't matter. I'm the best. He's gonna have to beat me to take my spot. Um, you know, and I know that you're a humble guy, but I think, you know, on that football field, you're a different man, you know, and you have a different mindset and mentality and it's not a meager, meek, humble dude. It's I'm going to get mine. Cause I'm the baddest man on this field. Do you have to have a little bit of that self-confidence or ego? I think, uh, yeah, 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 you, you do. And, uh, that's one of those things that's funny you saying that because, you know, think about it, that, um, at this level, somebody once asked me what was the difference between uh, college and the pros, and I was like, "Listen, in, in, in college, you know, they got scholarships. So they're like, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm gonna get my degree, then you know, when I'm done here, you know, I'm gonna go get a job. And but when you at the NFL, that is your job. And and I learned very fast. And for me, it kind of it was always kind of early on, especially growing up in the south, the way I grew up at it. Where now you had to be tough and you know, go get it, rest your cousins and some they had to all take it from you or whatnot. But it was it was one of those things where you had to, you know, um ask yourself, you know, um, um how bad do how bad do I want it? How bad well, do you, I want you know it? And, no, go ahead. No, uh, that's it. You just it's, okay. it, sometimes you just gotta keep it as simple as that. Just ask yourself <laughs> like, how bad do I how bad do I want this? And again, the mentality of I would not be denied. So, uh -huh. so this is the thing. We were talking about it before the show came on. And, you know, this is, you know, uh, our 49er draft show officially. Um, and we talked to you about the fact that the Niners did go with, with, with Trey Lance. Um, they also uh, took in the fifth round uh, Talanoa uh, Hofanga from USC. Um, he's a safety. They took which the one guy I'm keeping my eye on is Trey Sermon, 6'1", 215 pound running back out of Ohio State. Hey, we and got Trey took, Square now. Trey Squared in the house. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, we, we got back. two trays now. You're right. Um, then we got Eli Mitchell from Louisiana. He's also running back. So you've been through this, okay? You you've gone through the whole thing of being drafted, and a lot of people just kind of figured, well, you know what? He's in the NFL now, so. We don't have to worry about what's going to happen. And I'm saying that from a perspective of the armchair quarterback who's sitting at home watching the draft and, and people who are spectators who actually don't play the game. Kind of take us into an idea of what that's like. Oh, you just, I mean, as far as just, um, uh, I, I'm, I was trying to follow your question. Uh, or were you asking like the, the naysayers, like just all the people that, you know, that's, um, Speaking on the people that are being drafted, you mean? Well, yeah, I was thinking, tons of analysts out there that are yeah, going. Yeah, there is, there is. But I was thinking, I was thinking more of, I was thinking more of just the transitioning, you know, from from coming from college to being drafted to now you're in the NFL. You know, what what is what is that whole thing like? Oh, just um, for me, it was a uh, it was a quick. Uh, I mean, your mentality in college, I already feel like you kind of already are professional. You just, you may be an amateur mm -hmm. uh, professional. And then, like I said, when you get, when you get to that level now, for me, it was uh, the transition had to be, um, 
man, I guess maybe it's different for each person, but for me, it was simply, um, I don't want to be a bust. I will not be a bust. And again, it was something that I asked myself a long time ago. I was like, well, I told myself, I was like, it's not going to be enough just to, just to get, you know, to the NFL, just like it wasn't enough just to get to college and be like, yeah, I, you know, I played a little college ball. No, when you talk about college football, I want you to, to remember that number 49 that played at Ole Miss um, because of the way that I played the game. And so I've just always kind of had that mentality that I just want to leave a place better than I found it type of mentality. And the only way to do that is you got to light it up. You got to give them something you can, that they can remember or else, you know, it's going to be very hard as we were saying before. It's just like, it's real easy to forget things these days. So you got to, you got to do something to make, make the people remember. You got to do something to give them a thrill. And I only know one way to do that. And that's going out and man, just, you know, giving it everything you got and um, in the return, hoping that you put enough plays together that, you know, it's like I said, when you're done one day that maybe they can say an encore or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, Patrick, <laughs> uh, Patrick, you know, you talked, we talked pre-show and, and you mentioned, you know, you know, if you could just, by the way you played the game um, and the way you carried yourself, if you could reach one person, you know, you, you're happy, you'd be happy. Right. Um, and I want to sit here and say, Hey man, you know, the way you played the game, you reached me. And I know a lot of people say, well, we shouldn't look uh, up to athletes as role models, or we shouldn't put athletes on a pedestal. And, and I think it, there is something to be said to that, but in, in your case, um, you're, you're exactly who you portrayed yourself to be on and off the field. Um, and, and I'm just, don't put too much, don't put too no, much I, I'm not, I'm not man. But I, what I do want to say is like, there's kids out there that don't have maybe a father figure at home. There's kids out there that probably don't have a good home situation. And the only people they can look up to is their favorite athlete or their favorite linebacker. And I want to thank you for that, man. I want to thank you for the way you did it. And I want to ask you, I coach little league and some of these kids they are afraid to get in there and swing the bat against live pitching and I got kids on my team that are play football players. And some, sometimes they're afraid to get hit, like you were saying. And you said, I want to deliver the punishment, not get hit. What's the best piece of advice for a young athlete out there today? As I said, um, in, in order to take a thousand steps, um, you got to take one first. And what I mean by that is that the only way you're going to really find out what you're really made of is you know, it's easy to sit on the outside and, and be like, ah, you know, it looks like it's going to hurt. I may not like it, but do it. Have the experience for yourself and then let yourself be able to say, you know what, I tried this and it was not uh, for me. Then someone told me the other day that uh, they were talking about fear or something it was, and someone said that fear to them was um, trying, it was them trying something and realizing that this is why they don't like it, opposed to just sitting on the outside and, and being afraid of it or whatnot. I said, you know what, get in it, experience it, and then find out for yourself that it's not for you. So um, again, if you're gonna take a thousand, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a thousand steps, um, you, you can't get there without taking the first one. And in anything that you do, uh, you gotta go at it and you gotta be serious about it or else like just somebody else will pass you by or somebody else is more serious will hit you 
they make you feel like they're more serious than you. And it's only because they just got they just got more grit and they wanted more. So um, so yeah, it's just it's, it's a mindset for sure. I love that. I love that. And uh, and I, you can guarantee I am going to share that with my kids. Um, I told them today at practice that I was going to get a chance to talk to you. And they're like, their eyes, I mean, these are 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds and they know you, man. Um, much respect to you, brother. Well, I'll uh, tell you something. I, you know, to your point, Patrick, you know, you know, a wise man once said that, you know, imagination is your first thought execution is the first step of many experiences. So to your point, you were able to do what you were able to do on the, on the field because you wanted it. So that was the one thing I, I, when I watched you play, I thought this guy wants it. This guy, he, he is, this guy, he, he is just, okay. He wants it. He, he wants Success. He wants the ability to prove to everybody out there week in and week out that he is the best linebacker we have ever seen. And that's what I got from watching you. So it was like when I had the opportunity to get you on here today, I thought, wow, this this is and I'm telling you, eyeballs are gonna be on this show. Okay, <laughs> I already know, I already know. I understand these people are gonna see this show, they're gonna be like, wait a minute, you got Patrick Willis on the yeah. How did you do that? I said, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> But 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 I will say this much that that um, first of all, it has been a pleasure having you on. Um, we do gotta we do gotta 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 uh, say goodbye. Um, our thirty minutes has come to an end. Um, as hey, Patrick, you, I, man, it was too short. You, you come back on with us sometime in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to find a way to get back on here sometime, and um, most, most definitely. Um, Love to um, chat with you guys again. It was an amazing chat, and um, I it's naturally now. I just thought about it again. I know we got to get off real quick, uh, Richard. But uh, Matt, I would say to the young young guys is um, uh, unity, um, work ethic, and unity. Um, you know, you got to find, you got to have that work ethic. I mean, like you got to be willing to work for that which you say you want, and you have to. And in football, you got, you have to do it together. Um, you only the weakest link and whatnot. So it means that you got to pick each other up um, and no matter um, uh, who it may be or whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's, that's okay. About it. <laughs> All right. You were, you were picking up those linemen your entire career getting sideline to sideline because they go, oh, if it, if it breaks down, I know P. Willie's behind me to clean yes. it all up. Hey, check right. this out, coachtube.com. All his greats, all the great advice. It's got drills. What else has got on there, Patrick, real quick? Yeah, so um, CoachTube is an online coaching platform. Right now, it's a very heavy coach-to-coach platform uh, where they can do virtual uh, sharing of information. So it's a platform that, especially if you're a coach, you can go in there if you want to learn some X and O's, learn about, you know, the air raid, which is the hot offense these days, <laughs> uh, you know, that spread offense. Um, you can go in there and learn that. Then there's defenses on there. Then there's you know, the lineman drills, there's even the build a beast, um, you know, one-on-one on there. So it's just the beginning stages and hopefully, you know, some more could be coming soon. But yeah, it's pretty dope and it's, um, it's, it's, it's only going to get better. So uh, All you right. Dot com. Okay, so there you go. CoachTube.com. And you have been listening to the great, the one and only, Patrick Gastel Willis. And I am Richard DeRazor Ewing. He is Matt Nunn, the wise wiser. 
and you have been listening to Game Face, you can come in. You can put your feet up. You can even have a drink. But if you do, you better have your Game Face on. Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.